When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 303, Meditation, The Most Fundamental Habit, by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net, and I'm your host and personal narrator, Justin Mollick. This is where I read to you every single day so that you don't have to sit down in front of a glowing screen to read your favorite blogs. I read mostly from blogs, but occasionally books. And today I have a post from a massively successful blog, Zen Habits. It's on meditation. So let's just jump right in and start optimizing your life. Meditation, The Most Fundamental Habit by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Quote, to meditate does not mean to fight with a problem. To meditate means to observe. Thich Nhat Hanh. It's no secret that I advocate meditation as a great way to start your day, deal with stress, live in the present, and more. But what many people don't realize is that meditation is perhaps the most important habit if you want to change other habits. Recently, I wrote about the four habits that form other habits, and you might recall habit two, be mindful of negative thoughts. How do you learn to be mindful of your negative thoughts? Simple, you practice. And how do you practice mindfulness of your thoughts? By far, the best method I've found is meditation. Let's look at why meditation is so good for helping to change your habits and how to form the meditation habit. How meditation helps habits. When we are unaware of our thoughts and urges, which arise in the back of our mind mostly unnoticed, they have a power over us. We are unable to change if these unbidden thoughts control us. But when we learn to observe them, we can then release their power over us. Meditation is practice for observing those thoughts, for being more mindful of them throughout the day. I will give you several examples in my own life, though actually there are dozens. Number one, when I quit smoking, I'd get an urge to take just one drag on a cigarette and it would get so strong I had a hard time beating it. At the same time, I had these rationalizing thoughts. It's okay to smoke just one. One cigarette doesn't hurt you. Or, why are you making yourself suffer like this? It's not worth it. And those thoughts and urges would have beat me if I let them, but I watched them. I didn't act, I just watched. And it would rise and crest and then fade, and I would be okay. Number two, when I started running, I wanted to stop when things got uncomfortable. But I learned that it was just a scared part of my mind that wanted to stop, a part of me that shied away from discomfort. I would watch that scared part of me that makes me quit anything hard and not let it control me. Number three, when I write, I often get the urge to go do something else. When this urge goes unnoticed, I just act on it and procrastinate. When I am mindful of this urge and the accompanying rationalizations that come if I don't act on the urge, then I can pause and watch the urge and let it go and return to the writing. This same process helped me change my eating habits, run a marathon, change my clutter habits, and much more. But none of that would have been possible if I didn't learn to watch, to be mindful of my urges and rationalizations and negative thoughts that told me I couldn't do it. How did I learn to watch and be mindful? Meditation. It is the one habit where all you're doing is practicing this mindful observing, where everything else is stripped away in a beautiful simplicity that leaves just you and your thoughts in the present moment. How to form the meditation habit. It's pretty simple, but the doing is everything. Number one, Commit to just two minutes a day. Start simply if you want the habit to stick. You can do it for five minutes if you feel good about it. 
but all you're committing to is two minutes each day. Number two, pick a time and trigger. Not an exact time of day, but a general time, like morning when you wake up or during your lunch hour. The trigger should be something you already do regularly, like drink your first cup of coffee, brush your teeth, have lunch, or arrive home from work. Number three, find a quiet spot. Sometimes early morning is best before others in your house might be awake and making lots of noise. Others might find a spot in a park or on the beach or some other soothing setting. It really doesn't matter where, as long as you can sit without being bothered for a few minutes. A few people walking by your park bench is fine. Number four, sit comfortably. Don't fuss too much about how you sit, what you wear, what you sit on, etc. I personally like to sit on a pillow on the floor with my back leaning against a wall because I'm very inflexible. Others who can sit cross-legged comfortably might do that instead. Still, others can sit on a chair or a couch if sitting on the floor is uncomfortable. Zen practitioners often use a zafu, a round cushion filled with kapok or buckwheat. Don't go out and buy one if you don't already have one. Any cushion or pillow will do, and some people can sit on bare floor comfortably. Number five, focus on your breath. As you breathe in, follow your breath in through your nostrils, then into your throat, then into your lungs and belly. Sit straight, keep your eyes open, but looking at the ground and with a soft focus. If you want to close your eyes, that's fine. As you breathe out, follow your breath out back into the world. If it helps, count. One breath in, two breath out, three breath in, four breath out. And when you get to 10, start over. If you lose track, start over. If you find your mind wandering, and you will, just pay attention to your mind wandering, then bring it gently back to your breath. Repeat this process for the few minutes you meditate. You won't be very good at it at first, most likely, but you'll get better with practice. And that's it. It's a very simple practice, but you want to do it for two minutes every day after the same trigger each day. Do this for a month and you'll have a daily meditation habit. You just listened to the post titled Meditation, The Most Fundamental Habit by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And when I saw the title of this post, I knew I'd want to read it to you. Meditation has been in and out of my life since college. And when I say out of my life, I only mean that I go through periods where I won't practice formal sitting meditation, but it's never really left me. Back when I was struggling with stomach issues during my years in business school, that was about eight years ago, I really got back into meditation. And now I don't like the idea of people jumping into meditation to cure something necessarily. I think that's a bad reason to go into it. But I do think you'll see some positive health effects if you do it consistently. Anyway, what I was going to say is that around that time, I practiced meditation every day for 30 minutes minimum, usually an hour a day, which is a lot. And I did that for a year or so. And I personally think the effects were permanent or really close to it. I find myself diffusing emotional bombs before they happen and preventing a lot of unnecessary suffering. Meditation doesn't need to be some woo-woo weird thing with ohms and chants or religious. It's really a simple exercise that doesn't require any beliefs. And I definitely recommend trying it if it's something you've ever considered. But don't do what I did and start with 30 minutes or an hour. Start with two minutes, just like Leo Babauta suggests. And now before we go, every once in a while I ask that if you're benefiting from this show, that you share it with someone, a friend, a loved one, a coworker, a stranger on the street, anyone really that you think would be interested. And word of mouth seems to be the best way to get the show exposure. And I completely rely on you for that. So I really appreciate you taking a few seconds to show someone how to subscribe. You can also email someone a link to oldpodcast.com because there's a how to listen page set up there. Or again, just show them how to subscribe on their phone. And thank you so much for that, man, for listening. It means a lot. And tomorrow is going to be Minimalist Monday. So I will see you there where your optimal life awaits.
Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.